This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. When the relevance really- of this holiday has, has nothing to do with anything other than being off on a Monday. That's awesome. Nah, dude. We're not cremating you. I know that might be your wishes, <laughs> but we're stuffing you and making you posable. Little pussy-ass kids are going to get home for the ice storms nowadays. We have the space shuttle blow up, and they get like, well, back to math. <laughs> My shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. All right, so my wife Nikki is always looking to self-improve. She loves working out so much that we built a gym in the basement, complete with one of those things that you can strap yourself into and flip yourself upside down to stretch out your back. Not that I ever would, because that shit looks like a death trap. We eat mostly organic with the veggies that cost a shitload more for some sort of strange reason, and then the weird peanut butter. Have you ever seen organic peanut butter? If you've never seen it, let me just explain. It's this weird peanut butter-like substance that's below a layer of oil, and you have to like mix the oil into the peanut butter-like substance to make it resemble peanut butter. And then after you sit there and churn this shit like butter for 15 minutes, then you have to keep it refrigerated so it keeps that actual consistency where it feels like peanut butter. It's fucking weird is what it is. But anyway, Nikki loves to find new and inventive ways to improve hers and our lives. So when she told me that she wanted to get into CrossFit, I was a little bit concerned. Not just because of the herd mentality that most CrossFit people have. Like, they can all run through a brick wall together because they do CrossFit. Like, it gives them superpowers and shit. But because of all the people I'd heard who have war stories about it. My cousin still has a limp because of this one thing he did at CrossFit. My sister-in-law can't sleep on her side because of something she did at CrossFit. And on and on, people would tell me at work and my friends would tell me that people get hurt doing fucking CrossFit. And I told her I was concerned, but she was hell-bent that this is what she needed to do to get in shape. In the end, just like usual, I gave in. Even with all my concerns about her getting hurt, I gave in and she started doing CrossFit. And everything was awesome. She was coming home all hyped up like she could run through a brick wall now. And she was ready to take on the world. She was getting great exercise, and because of the time that she went in to train early in the morning, she got the trainer mostly to herself. It was perfect. It was perfect until one day. See, on this fateful day, I get a phone call that every CrossFit husband or wife or boyfriend or girlfriend hates. I'm sitting alone at my job doing corporate job things when I get this call from Nikki on my desk phone. Now, this is weird because she never calls my desk phone like ever. So I answer, and before I can get too deep into the mystery of why she's calling my desk phone, I hear... I'm trapped in the bathtub. You have to come help me out and take me to a doctor or a chiropractor or something. I need to get out of this bathtub. Please come home and get me. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Back up. Explain what the hell is going on, how you came to be trapped in the bathtub. And she starts explaining that she was doing this one exercise at CrossFit. And she starts going through the mechanics like you bounce a ball, then you drop your knees, then you go to the next station. And I did it a few times, but I was trying to rush to get through the last couple reps. It was the last workout of the week. I wanted to get it worked out. I had to get somewhere else. And I messed up my form on the last couple of reps. And when I went down the last time, I felt something tighten in my back. And ever since then, I have been really, really fucked up. I messed up bad. I need to see a doctor. And I'm like, okay, well, how bad is it? And she says, I'm stuck in the bathtub. I wanted to be like, ha, I told you so. 
I knew that you were going to get fucked up at CrossFit. I want to be like, you should have never joined CrossFit in the first place. We both knew this was going to happen. But at that moment, the only thing I was thinking of was getting her some help. I mean, this is Nikki. She's my wife and I love her. There's nothing sadder than a CrossFit junkie who was full of excitement and ready to run through a fucking brick wall the day before now being stuck in her bathtub. And I thought that she probably learned her lesson about CrossFit. So I get home and we get her to a doctor and, you know, she's fine after a few weeks and, you know, walking around being all stiff and stuff like that. And we're a few months down the road and we've forgotten all about CrossFit and the terrible CrossFit tragedy that we went through and shit like that. And we're just sitting around one day when she looks over at me and goes, you know, I was thinking about getting back into CrossFit. What do you think about that? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another week and now that I'm older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us like our badass Patreons, we're going to give right back to you. In fact, this month we kicked off Patreon-exclusive content with stuff that you've never heard from the show before. So if you'd like to hear that stuff, go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder, sign up to give to the show, and we're going to give you stuff that you've never heard from the show before ever. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIO pod. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and family. Now Potter family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcast and create a family out of thin air. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag, you're going to find our show as well as the Realistically Speaking Pod, the Brodette Nation Podcast, and the Crimesmith Podcast. And this week on episode 151, It Lives or At Least Smacks You, we're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff, including our hugely exciting New Year's Eve plans. We're also going to talk about how Kenny may move a little bit too fast when it comes to romance. And then later on, we're going to talk about becoming a posable corpse. So check it out. We'll be right back. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, Kenny, this week I thought that we would read a few reviews that I found from our iTunes page. We've never done this before, and we've had 71 people who've been goodly enough to review now that I'm older. And luckily, we've got some pretty solid reviews, and I wanted to... How many stars? We have five stars. Really? We're We are officially a five-star podcast. That means we have no bad reviews? That means that nobody has had the courage to come on and say, hey, fuck these guys. So God damn it, I wanted to feud with somebody. Can you stop trying to feud with the audience, okay? They actually want to listen to the show. They like the show. They like, apparently, me. It's, you know, just yeah. stop trying to have a feud with the audience. I don't audience. think they like you. I think it's, I think it's me <sighs> that brings the love. Okay. Shut up. So, Ray GFX from the Naked Porch Podcast posted a review saying, I found the show a few weeks back and quickly binged on every episode they had available, starting from episode one all the way through to the most current one. I love how they start the show off with a thought-provoking note, followed by hilarity and chaos. Click on subscribe. You will not regret it. Ray. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> wow, dude. That, that's what you bring. That's that's everything you bring. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out where this guy found time to listen to all those episodes. We have, we have people. It's like 150 hours. We have legit people that have gone through and told me that they found us like at 130, 140 and said, yeah, I went back from uh, episode one and I'm almost caught up. And I'm like, 
wow, dude, you like now that I'm older a lot more than me and Kenny do. Like, I'm just glad that guy liked your boring intro stories. Shut the fuck up, dude. My <laughs> intro stories are thought-provoking, okay? No, Shut okay. your mouth. Okay. NPR. Uh, it's not NPR, okay? <laughs> Asshole. Shut your fucking mouth. I'll kill you. You need to work on your moves. What do you mean my moves? <laughs> okay, so that one guy, Nick, posted a five-star review, um, and his headline reads, Southerners. And he says something raw, unfiltered, and hilarious. And it's, at the same time, authentic and real. Now, they're talking about me being authentic Boom, and real there. Bullshit. About a couple of, <laughs> about a supple of, couple of Southern boys telling stories. As a Carolina boy myself, it was instantly relatable, and I especially enjoyed the monologue about cable TV and wrestling in the 80s. Great stuff. Nick from the concession stand. Now, I've been to many concession stands. I don't know which one Nick works at, but. Always get the hamburger, never get the chicken sandwich. You don't what? know where the chicken sandwich has been, how long it's been there, and you don't want salmonella. It's true. You don't you don't want chicken that's been sitting out for hours and hours. This is not Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just throwing out that that's another person who commented on the monologue. Nobody's saying anything yeah, about Yeah, I think you're being selective. You are. Um, let's see here. Shane and Kenny do a – oh, by the way, this is from Daniel Rapholtz, or who posted a fun, heartfelt podcast about the trials of getting older. Which I feel like is a way better tagline than had, getting older sucks. I've only had like two trials. One was for marijuana possession <laughs> and one was for reckless driving. And, you know, they did one of them were very awesome. But, you know, we'll tell those stories one day, maybe. I think we already have. We've already told the trial of you going and with the, the whole marijuana thing. And we've told many stories about you being in jail and your illustrious criminal career and stuff like that. The reckless driving, I don't think we've talked about. But That was part of the whole marijuana thing. Let's get back to the fucking story or the uh, fucking review One was here. tied to the other. Daniel Repholtz posted, Shane and Kenny do a wonderful job at making me laugh by discussing their lives and their experiences with day-to-day things. Shane just shushed me for that. See? You need to pay attention to our listeners. Keep going. Shane's beginning monologue always gets me to think. Sometimes it gets me to dig real deep into myself and remember the little things that make life beautiful. So you don't fall asleep. So that's another, you know, comment on the the monologue at the yeah. beginning that you think is boring. Handpicking these, I see. Handpicking them. Um, one of my top Adam of Eternia, <laughs> the guy who posted this one, his name is Adam of Eternia, which is awesome. Um, one of my top five favorite podcasts, super f- professional production, funny, and lots in common with their topics. Kenny. I don't just, know if the guy's name is Kenny or if he just nope, said it. Just Kenny. He, he, said, he said it all. Hold on. It wasn't just Kenny. He posted Kenny with three exclamation points. Boom. So, Kenny is the way he ended his uh, his whole thing there. I'm going to be forming an army soon. Um, let's see. Laughing Out Loud from the What It Do podcast said, two funny guys with unique perspectives. They seem to always hit the nail on the head about the growing pains we call life. So apparently, I'm connecting with the audience very well. <laughs> Only a couple of them <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, are yeah. saying anything about you or what you're doing or anything According like that. According to your... Uh, random selection of these reviews you're reading i'm sure i'm literally just reading the ones that come up the ones i start earlier while i was reading <laughs> the ones i handpicked a few little times back um there was one that i saw that was kind of fun it said uh, it made me feel again by jason wasson he said the year was 1987 it was spring flowers were blooming is that the year the singing. challenger blew up i want to say it was a little bit earlier than that uh, he says, flowers were blooming, birds were singing, and school was about to end. That a day lot- was fucked up. 
We didn't even get to go home from school. <laughs> little, they pussy ass ass kids, little pussy ass kids get to go home for like, ice storms nowadays. Dude. We had the space shuttle blow up and they get like, well, back to math. <laughs> <laughs> they hyped up the fact that a teacher was going to space so much. And then we, you saw the plane explode. The space shuttle exploded. I remember us all being like, I don't think that's supposed to happen. And the teacher's like, well, we're going to turn this off now. <laughs> they wheeled the little cart with the TV out real quick. Those people are dead, y'all. <laughs> All right, so back to the review. So the year was 1987. It was spring. Flowers were blooming. Birds were singing. And school was about to end. Alas, that was not the only thing about to end. I had just broken up with my girlfriend for cheating on me. I was left heartbroken, betrayed, confused, and angry. How could she do this to me? Why did she do this to me? He wrote a long-ass review. How many times had she done this before? But I was too blind to see. There weren't enough G.I. Joes in the world to mend my broken 10-year-old heart. I've never been able to move on since that day. I wonder sometimes if I ever will. Then I heard this podcast. I chuckled. I smiled. Shucks. I even laughed. It brought me back to the days. He did say shucks. S-H-U-C-K-S. I even laughed. It brought me back to the days of when I was nine years old and carefree. Thank you for the temporary relief from my daily torment. So, Jason, um, I want to go ahead and say uh, thank you for the review, number one. And number two, anything we can do, man, reach out. sounds like we're providing a service, so you should go on Patreon. Patreon.com slash now that I'm older. Go ahead and give us a $30 copay. Because <laughs> clearly we're providing you important psychological services, and we deserve to be paid. According to capitalism and stuff. Uh, we're, we're still not going to be. Uh, we're, we, we need some Google a- ads, y'all. Come on now. Get we, on Patreon. We can't charge. Patreon. Like, we can't charge for the podcast, but. No, I'm not saying charge. I'm saying, you know, he needs to just, you know, give us what he would give a psychiatrist. We're better anyway. Psychiatrist is going to tell you you have to deal with your problems. We're just going to make you forget them. Like booze. <laughs> We are the booze of the podcasting world. That's right. We're booze. You listen to Now That I'm Older to forget. We're and booze. to remember. We're booze without all the liver damage. We're booze without the psoriasis of the liver. <laughs> nice. You'll probably still have a hangover in the morning, though. Let's see. An amazing new find. Lizzo1024 said, within a few minutes, I was hooked. I can't wait to listen and laugh along to the back episodes and the new ones to come. Press play. You will not be disappointed. Cocktails and Centaurs, which was a podcast. Bam, 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 wow, wow. So, yeah, there's literally uh, a lot more reviews, and we're going to read a few more of them at another time. But I uh, just wanted to th- kind of highlight a few of you guys. People love me. Point out exactly how much people love the opening monologue and how many people have not said anything <sighs> about Kenny or anything like that. Sure. On the, uh, we all know the truth, Shane. It's okay. Yes, everybody knows the truth. The reviews are sparkling when it comes to the opening monologue, and there's not a lot about Greg. Some people love me; they, you know, they're all right with you, dude. People love the show, dude. I'm like the Pope. You're not like the Pope. There's nothing about you that's like the Pope. <laughs> I'm like the cool Pope. The cool Pope, like the most recent Pope, the Pope who's like hey. that Pope's a little cool. I'm a lot cool. So I, I got like hangover tips, and like like salt water does wonders if you have a hangover. It's gross, but if you just get that first one down and drink some regular water right after it, I'm telling you, it's magical. All right, guys, that's all the time we have this week. For one, the, uh, one tablespoon, full glass, drink it, then drink a regular glass of water. I promise you, your headache will go away. 
Thank you guys so much for all the reviews that you guys have sent us. It means so much to us to hear from you guys and know what you guys are thinking about the show. Just thank you so much. And don't worry if you didn't hear yours read, we're going to be reading through these over the course of the next couple of months and trying to get through all of them. And if you haven't reviewed us and you'd like to hear your review read on the show, go over to iTunes, drop us a review and we'll get you in later. Now, I also want to point out the fact that I do not see the connection with Kenny being a cool Pope, but you know, whatever's going on there. Next up, we're going to run through a quick promo break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about the amazing plan. Kenny and I had for New Year's, and then we're going to talk about Kenny getting a little bit too uh, too into romance a little too fast. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. What is up, everyone? This is the official promo for the Boondoggle Podcast. Let us get some machine gun noises. Yeah, that was my shit. Find Dimitri and Alex on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. New episodes every Friday as part of the PCEU network. Let's get more machine gun noises, motherfuckers. So fucking dick. The Boondoggle Podcast is not held accountable for the amount of savage dank mess going into this promo. Hear the Dark Slice of Life comedy podcast right now and support the other shows in the PCEU to put culture extended universe. Get your shit wrecked, you fanny pack wearing bitch. I'm gonna have to fuck you up, Smokey. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. What's up, guys? Have you ever wished that you could have extra now that I'm older? Well, now you can because this month we've kicked off our Patreon-exclusive content over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older with stuff like this. There's a couple of libertarians that are just fucking nuts, but the rest of us are pretty sensible and we like having police and fire trucks and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? Now that I'm older, disavows any sort of assassination attempt towards any sitting party member of any... I'm not saying I encourage anybody to do it, but I might clap for you if you Any can. governmental office whatsoever. These are clips that only our Patreon subscribers get to hear, so head over to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up so you can get if some extra now that I'm older in your life, too. What I was looking for, I'd fall under your spell. You must have thought it was white boy day. <laughs> yeah. It ain't white boy day, is it? What's up, Home Trees? It's me, Chris. And Corey. And Donnie. From the More Good of Them podcast. For each episode, the three of us pick a thematically similar movie. Like Dances with Wolves, The Last Samurai, and Avatar. Or Deep Impact, Armageddon, and Space Cowboys. And then duke it out until one movie is crowned most goodest. Three movies enter, one movie leaves. Ironically, Thunderdome was not the winner when we tackled the Mad Max trilogy. You know why, right? I... Oh, Yeah. We don't need another hero. Hey, uh, where can people find more good of them? You can find us on Twitter at MGT Podcast, our website, mgtpodcast.com, and on Instagram and Facebook at More Gooder Than. We're in iTunes slash Apple Podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, and any other podcatcher that you can think of. Remember, it's not just good, it's more gooder than. Can you talk if you haven't got a brain? I don't know. But some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? I'll have to cut there and start over because you're an asshole. I can't believe you do this shit every time we start a clip. What? Okay. Well, happy new year. 
Happy New Year from now that I'm older. You guys will be listening to this after the first. 2018! Woo! Woo! So, we are recording Show this. me your titties! Are you going to go to anywhere where they're going to be showing titties? Nah, I'm just getting in the spirit. So, <laughs> so run me through what tonight is going to be like. Because right now it's uh, December 31st. We are so awesome and so into the party scene around Atlanta. It's like 530. That right Kenny now. and I are at his house recording the podcast. Well, on New Year's I've Eve. Got to, uh, I've got to get my tuxedo on. I got to get your tuxedo on. Okay. i got to shine my shoes. i got to get my uh, my, my nice... Uh, I'm just making this shut up. I'm sitting at home watch TV with my cat. I was about to say, <laughs> so more than likely, you're going to be watching Ryan Seacrest uh, when they talk about the ball dropping. Probably not. I'm probably going to watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be re-watching The Punisher while everybody else is partying. The when relevance we, of this holiday has, has nothing to do with anything other than being off on a Monday. That's awesome. When we were teenagers, this was huge. When we were in our 20s, this was huge. When you're in your 30s, it's eh. When you're in your 30s, you start to, I'd say right around 33, 34, you start to be like, do we really want to go out? I mean, we could just stay here. Maybe we'll get a nice dinner. By the time you're in your 40s, you're like, fuck all them people. (laughs) I drove past the Marietta Square this morning, and I literally, or this morning, I saw it this afternoon, and it said 5 p.m. to 1 a.m., the chicken drop in the Marietta Square. And my first thought, (laughs) because. I'm used to think of an old uh, WKRP in Cincinnati episode. Holy shit, out of your back pocket with that shit. Well, bam. <laughs> they had a turkey drop. Thanksgiving, they dropped frozen turkeys. Holy shit. <laughs> From a helicopter. They were dropping basically turkey bombs. <laughs> Killing people on the ground. People were so mad. They, oh, they got in so much trouble. It's it fucking awesome. It was dude. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so in the Marietta Square, they're having WKRP the chicken. WKRP in Cincinnati. Um, they were dropping the fucking. Some people don't have any idea what that is. It's a uh, it's a talk show or not a talk show, a fucking con- a, a sitcom from the early eighties or late seventies, early eighties. We only saw it in syndication. I'm sure. Oh yeah, we saw it on TBS and shit. We but were, our memories weren't forming yet when that shit was running. So I go to the uh, Marietta Square as I'm coming to Kenny's house today, and they talk about the chicken drop. Which, if you guys don't know, if you're not from here, we have the big chicken in Marietta. And because we have the big chicken, everything around here centers around the big chicken. Yeah, they think the big chicken is way more famous than it is. It is a huge deal here that we have a KFC that has a huge animatronic chicken on the top of it. If you're not from here, I'm not fucking with you. We have a robotic chicken that's our major landmark in Marietta. They have mountains and Air Force bases, and they picked the fucking chicken. Yeah, they did. And it was a fucking novelty, okay? It was just something for postcards. It was like, wow, look at that crazy KFC. It was on Highway 41, and you have to remember that back in the 50s, the highway boom happened, where people were first, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were like, holy shit, there's a whole other place we've never been to. Well, no, was, the highway system united the country and made it where the average man could easily travel across the country in a couple of days. What about the women, so, though? Were they able to easily travel? How's that, how's that clever thing working out for you? I'm just asking you a question, dude. How, how were think, the women I think, I able think to you're travel? Insulting the, uh, insulting the intelligence of our listeners and me, and I think everyone who's listening is now dumber for your comment. That's what I think. Yes. So let's get back to the story, time waster. <laughs> 
So the boom, see, you fucked me all up. <laughs> so during the, the 50s, highway the boom. highway boom, people were traveling across these highways more than ever before. And there was a race amongst communities to build things that would catch people's attention. It's where like chickens. Ruts. Yes, like the big chicken. <laughs> That's where like all the, the roadside attractions popped up. You know, you learn the stuff when you watch History Channel all day. Yeah, nobody's got time for that, dude. I got other shit that's going on besides History Channel all day. Well, but I like History Channel. So, so off. I'm driving past the Marriott Square. I see this thing that says the chicken drop, and I, I immediately think to myself, "Wow, that'd be awesome to be out there." And then I think it's going to be cold as fuck tonight. Number one, so you got to go out all bundled up and shit. Number two, you're going to be standing in a crowd of probably 1,200, 1,500 people. So you go back to your little list. What the fuck made you think it was a good idea in the first place? You saw a small bumpkin ass Southern down having, having a chicken drop. And, and part of your brain was like, eh, chicken drop. <laughs> That's a bad, I want to go. I want to see that happen. That could be fun. <laughs> anyway, go back to your list of why this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I was thinking, because my wife actually has to work tomorrow. Nikki has to work tomorrow. So she's not going to be able to have any kind of crazy fun. And I was like, man, if she didn't have to work, we could go to go the chicken, the chicken drop. Drop. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you say it back. Uh, married life. <laughs> <laughs> Got a big day tomorrow. We're going to Bed Bath & Beyond. Because, I mean, like, I was toying with the idea of going to Hooters and, like, hanging out there. and it's just <sighs> You just want to hang out with our mutual friend who works at Hooters. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you just want to have somebody to kiss on, uh, on New Year's Eve. And, and it'd be fun. And you want to bring in the new year with a girl that you have no intentions with. How do you know that? Because you've known her for too long that you can't you fucking wait that? three years to make a move, dude. That That's poor. You don't that's know that. piss poor. And you can also tell right now on Facebook that girl's in a rebound because she's posting all this shit about, I don't need no man to stand on my own two feet. You can't fucking swoop in now. You still got to wait three months. That's fine. I'm not in a hurry. But you can't kiss her on New Year's Eve and that not mean something to her, okay? You're going to get her all hooked and you're going to be like, I don't know. I kind of like dating the, the cam models. So I'm, no, I'm, I'm kind of settling down. You don't know. Whatever, dude. Obviously, I'll you believe you. You obviously haven't looked at Facebook in the last day or two. Oh, I know you sent her some flowers or some or a shirt or something. Or a UGA shirt. Yeah, I, just, I figured it was some sort of a novelty SEC thing. championship shirt. I figured it was a novelty thing that wasn't too committed like flowers or anything like that, or chocolates. That I figured it had aggressive. to be something innocuous because you're, you're working on the whole, this slow, this is your problem is you never commit to either make a move a, or not. I have a spade card in this situation and I'm just building up for that. I think you meant to say Trump card, but you That's hate him. Is. No, no. A Trump card is a card that like, yeah, in the game, when you use Trump cards, what are they? Are they spades? Because I think they're spades. <laughs> but anyway. Go ahead. Try it um, again. Come on. Let's go. Verbal sparring. <laughs> verbally right hook you again. Rah! Rah! I'll verbally slap you in the face if God you stop making noises I've been pooping funny for two days. I'm real aggravated. I'm, 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 I'm like a little Tasmanian devil over here. My bullhorn. So let's get back to this, okay? <laughs> because, because, again, I want to say... And audience, please chime in, okay? Please chime in and let us know, Look, is it okay for Kenny to go to a place where this girl works at Hooters? I said I'm not going, okay? And make out with it. If you weren't pooping funny because you're worried you might have an accident while you're there, be like, 
poop stained khakis running through the hoops. That is not part of the older guy picking up younger women's clothes. That is not. Pooping yourself is too far. Too far. Can you imagine to wear a diaper just in case you try I to got the pants on, baby. Yeah. She, she moves in and puts her hand on your ass and it crinkles. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is wrong with your underwear? Dude. But I think that the audience should chime in and let me know what do you guys think about Kenny trying to make a move on a girl who he he may have intentions with or may not like he's dipping his toe. She doesn't know into the commitment. I'm, waters. And I'm not. I don't know. Exactly. But if you don't know, why would you kiss her on New Year's? This is this is a young impressionable girl. She's not that young. She's like what twenty seven. That's not that young. That's pretty young. We're in our 40s, dude. That's pretty young. There's a 13-year-old child I'm in between 39 her. years old. Right dude, now. in two months or, yeah, two months, you'll be fucking 40. So All shut right, so your mouth. I'm 12 years older than her. For, my, for me, that's not bad. Do you remember how mature you were at 12? Yeah, that's why it's okay because I had so much catching up to do. It took me a lot longer than her. There's a 12-year-old dude, child in between you and her. This is why I didn't tell you about this because I knew I was going to get a lecture for you. Yeah. You, you knew always, good and goddamn well you are going to get a lecture because you can't lead a girl on I'm like that. I'm not leading her on. I think you're leading on. I wouldn't have bought her a present of cheap. Would you have taken, would you have wanted to take her to the chicken drop if you could? To the chicken drop? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I it's, mean, they were going to have live music, maybe chicken. Look, I'm feeling out the waters. I'm seeing how far this, the reciprocity goes. <laughs> the reciprocation? The reciprocation. For, yes. Like to see if she's into the, because you and her have flirted back and forth. I've watched this. Kenny is so terrible. At sure. playing the long game, sure. I'm just being honest. If we're gonna if we're gonna have a new year, one of my resolutions is to be more honest with the audience. <laughs> That's all you need. Oh, with the audience, yes. So, like, the last thing your friends need is more honesty. <laughs> out of your sorry, ass. more honesty and more nicknames and code names for people is what I'm promising <laughs> in the new year. And you guys are gonna hear a lot more editing. There okay? are there are things that we can't talk about unless I get permission from her. That there are reasons why we have a special bond, and it's just I don't I've never tried to cash that in, but I'm getting tired of hoes. She's definitely not a hoe, but she's still really good looking. I feel like we should be playing like the sad Charlie Brown music. The do do. It's not necessarily sad. It's just about changes. <laughs> changes. <laughs> That's what we should be playing right now. That song changes. But I'm like, going through changes. It's like you know, she's not a hoe. She still looks good. Country, which I can work with that. Super country. Like, but she's really a good person. We know this for a fact. No, she's a good person. She is attractive. I'm going to say, but I'm willing to bet, unless she's matured a lot since I knew her, you're still going to be dealing with the fact that you don't have somebody you could be on an intellectual level with. Well, I, I, there's nobody that's going to be on an intellectual level. Shut up, dude. That, that's Shut also, your mouth. That's also attractive. I'm the only anomaly. There's not another one. Dude, I'm looking at you, and you, I, I mean, maybe the intellect thing. Considering maybe. your boner problem, I'm very glad that you're not attractive. I don't have a boner <laughs> problem. You're the one who needs 30 no, minutes of warming up like no, a little no, chainsaw. I check my check my time history on my internet accounts, and that's clearly not true because I have like a seven minute average on Porno Hub. So that means that means I'm getting the job done in seven minutes. It can't take 30 minutes to warm up, and that's with just a video. How um, that's how, not with chick put a little bit of breath on. How did you check that? Like, is there a setting you can do to check that? Because I don't think yes, you can totally go on Google a... Chrome. It's in your it's in your history. How long you're on there? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, if I ever go to that site, I'll have to check that. It's any site. You can check any site. How long you're on any site? 
So you only spent six minutes from the time you <laughs> picked an average. Video. <laughs> it's an average. Son of a bitch. <laughs> See the way you know. Maybe is, you have more of a problem. When you, than you think. when you go to the home screen, you don't start counting there. You don't look at that I one. I think you it's when do. You start looking at the other links. So, um, can there's you- a difference though. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a difference between wanking hard and performance hard. Maybe I just take my shit serious. And I don't want to give a half-assed performance, which is why I need some warm-up time. I, maybe you're married and y'all are just, you know, it's all it's running together at this point. I don't know. I'm not talking about my sex life with you with my wife. Okay. That's one thing I, I think we could go ahead and say that that's I don't one really thing you want probably you to should give go me into. I really don't want to go any more deeper than vague references ever. You know enough about Nikki. You know Nikki well enough to, I don't ever want I you to look at you, her differently. I, I lived it. I live with you gross motherfuckers. <laughs> I know you too. And when I say no, I mean more than I ever want to because you motherfuckers <laughs> fucking living underneath you guys sucks. Hey man, I'm just going to go ahead and say that it was where you lived because you were on the run from the law. Shut up. So, <laughs> so? If you don't want to hear people banging upstairs. Maybe you should have moved in with your parents. I said no. so i still don't think it's a good idea for you to go down this path if you're if you're wavering if you've made the decision that this is where you're going and you're moving in this direction why are you holding fingers over a flame what are you doing maybe i'm nick nolte and i can leave the weapon hold his hand over a flame just so you guys know i want to see how warm it was was, weird it felt warm on my hands so no this girl's really cute she's not a She's not a hoe. She does work at Hooters. These are your qualifications? What makes her qualified? No, that's just something I'm throwing out there because, you know, every guy wants to date a Hooters girl. Not every guy wants to date a Hooters girl. I've been to plenty of Hooters where I saw plenty of girls that she's never would She's not even just one of the date. Hooters girls at this point. She's a trainer and a bartender, so she's like... So she's moved up the Hooters She ranks. used to wear regular pants. She used to wear hoe pants. <laughs> She's been to regular pants. Which I'm really glad about that part. She's much less likely to get groped than some of the girls, poor things. Um, so, so I wonder if Hooters long-term will survive the the Harvey Weinstein era. I don't know, man. The whole Me Too era and the changes that are coming because of that are going to change a lot of ways that uh, strip clubs get run. Because suddenly you're going to have more people trying to say, well, I wasn't allowing that. He was doing this and he was doing that. I think it's going to cause widespread ripples in some places because some places it's not going to touch. You're going to still have the skeevy strip clubs that don't matter. And the skeevy places like uh, maybe the, the Hooters in the bad parts of town, the, the managers are going to be like, whatever, dude, shut the fuck up. But in some, I'm of the, not talking about managers. I'm just talking about the whole concept itself. No, I'm, what I'm getting at is like, you're going to have I some know what places you're that saying, are going to but I'm it. saying, take it deeper than that. Is the concept going to be acceptable to the public going forward? I think where there's money to be made, there will always be that concept. But well, if men are are now found at fault for thinking that way, how many of them are going to embrace an establishment that is dedicated to it's a temple to that ideology that's being attacked? I personally still think you're going to have dudes going to places like Hooters and Twin Peaks and you don't think Kill. those things will go more into the shadows like strip clubs? No. I think some of those places, they're they're basically softcore porn is what you're getting out of the experience when you go to places like that. But the novelty and stuff like that, I think you've already noticed. I, I think there's a difference. I wouldn't call Hooters 
um, softcore porn, but I mean, it's definitely exploitive in its nature. Yeah, tilted kilts is softcore porn. Like, yeah, this shit doesn't barely covering them things. Yeah, they they barely like the bartenders there are like you might you you may possibly see a nipple is what you're getting when you go to fucking Dude, tilted kilt. They push like the that. limits, but there's I think there's a legitimacy to certain things like having a girl wear shorts and a tank top versus you know a girl well, I mean, wearing something like that's got nothing you on. You can't shut down modeling and you know admiring a, a pretty person is okay, but you know a lot of the guys that are regulars at Hooters try to squeeze a little bit out of that novelty. They start getting hugsy. <laughs> I always go back to the South Park episode with the raisins and shit like that, where they're like, um, yeah, I, I really don't know who you are. I'm I just mind. trying to get you to See, tip I don't me. mind hugging and all that shit, but now I'm a lot more cautious about it. Like I'm like, do you get a, a form sign before you hug anybody? I go for the, that could easily be a good handshake or a hug <laughs> and let them take the initiative from there. Um, especially in a business setting. Cause you never know where people are in that fucking place. So yeah, you have to be a little bit smooth about it. So I was really confused today. Cause Kenny always hugs me and he went in for like dude, the I'm hug. Not hugging, I don't hit hug dudes taller than me. Cause that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm six foot. So that, that only means there's like 30 or 40% that I don't have. They can't have hugs, but no, y'all big niggas can't have no hugs. Cause you don't want to feel like the little spoon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. yeah, then, then I'll have to fight you for dominance. <laughs> if you're taller than me and we are, that's, that's what happens to happen next. And I'm going to cheat and attack you from behind because I'm little. Don't, don't show Kenny your teeth. Don't show your teeth. It's a sign of aggression. I can't help it that I'm part like chimpanzee. I don't know. All you have to look at is my chest hair to know this is true. <sighs> you do have very manly nipples. I do. And like I've been those. lasered. You've been lasered? Your wife did it. Oh, that's right. When she took the hair off your, did I, she take I off your back? I have Wolverine too? body hair. Yeah, it came back in, in earnest. Ah, <laughs> stronger than ever. She's like, I don't know. I had it turned all the way up. Fuck. And it uh, worked on other people. I, I I worked with her. I feel like you would have needed multiple treatments. There are some we people. We did. That she had... did the first three, and then Candace did the second three. Wow. So you had six treatments, and your hair still came back. Yeah. That's the most. In getting lasered, like one of the most painful fucking things to go through. Huh. Wasn't that bad? I've heard it's pretty fucking painful. I mean, Having I watched... a tattoo removed hurts like a motherfucker. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Having of. your laser hair removal is not that bad at all. Okay. I mean, it, it sucks. It's not fun, but it's not, no, it's not even re- relatively. There's a lot of things worse. So, getting laser hair removal, do they give you like, um, do, are there like sanitary leather straps for you to bite down on when you're no getting the for any done? of that? There's, unless you're a big giant pussy. No, I'm saying like. No, they shave you. And for the most part, it does not hurt. Every now and then, you'll get a little jolt. So you don't ever have to bite down on leather at any no, point? No, and there was no cream, no no, no numbing cream or anything like that was needed. There was no large needle they had to stick you no, with or anything it, like that? every now and then, it would feel like, you know how when you're shaving, you ever have an electric razor that's really past its days? <laughs> it jerks the and hair every out? Every now and then, it'll yank one out? Yeah. It feels just like that when you feel a little spark. So... There was no time that you had to bite down on anything. There was no I didn't liquor need a butt that plug had to be or nothing. I didn't need no a butt plug. Where the fuck did you go? You know, that's what butt plugs were originally intended for. Um, for when they're doing like S and M, and like if it gets so intense, you can't hold your bowels. Learned something today, didn't you? <laughs> I found, or I uh, heard at one point that your brain gets a new wrinkle every time you learn something. <laughs> 
And I feel like that's one I wish I could take back. <laughs> really Somebody go give me an iron. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got one of those straighteners where I could just like press my brain like between the two little paddles and straighten it back out right there. That's what that's what I'd like to have. Happen. True stories of Kimball. <laughs> that's so gross. It hurts my feelings. Dude. When you die, everybody gets a butt plug anyway, so don't feel special. Oh man! It looks like it has it has threads on it. It's like a corkscrew. <laughs> so every where somebody has to screw it in and shit. Yeah, so every conservative who's paranoid about gays and has homophobia is getting a butt plug when they get married. <laughs> that motherfucker's nasty looking. It looks like a big old like teardrop cork. <laughs> That's the most gross thing we've ever talked about now that I'm older. And we've pushed the envelope a little bit here and there. And I saw it on a mortician's website the other day. And I was like, Why <laughs> the fuck were you on a mortician's website? It was one of those place? things that pops up in the video after the video you watch on Facebook. And it was a guy talking about how somebody gifted him this thing. And it gives him pleasure knowing that every conservative dies with a butt plug up their ass. So you just this is one of those Wikipedia holes, basically. You yeah, stuck it's kind of like that. And I was like, then I had to look it up, and it's sure enough, it's true. They give everybody gets one to keep from leakage during the whole ceremony process. Yeah, you're screwed up. <laughs> I could see that. That's, that's just fucking. That's so nasty to think about. That like, there's somebody screwing a cork into you when you and die. I mean, it, dude, it looks like something you would use in a pool filter system, like a swimming pool. This is one of the most, now that I'm older, topics we've ever talked about. Yep. The process of dying and the fact that you get a fucking cork. And there's a dude who has to sit there <laughs> and twist that shit until, yep, that looks pretty good there. The same guy's going to fold your arms and give you a little smile for the coffin, dude. So I'm getting cremated. Nah, dude, we're not cremating you. I know that might be your wishes, but we're stuffing you and making you posable. All right, that's down too. <laughs> have them put in like iron, like you know the toys that used to have the little holes where the joints were. Yes, but they had the little wires in them that you make them. Have them put some wires in my arms so you can put me in different positions. I was planning on having you uh, first show up. And having your arms out when people first got there like this. And I want to be varnished. So I need you to have them soak me in like epoxy and then high shine polished. So I'm all like super shiny and preserved. Well, actually, I was thinking more along the lines of bleaching your skin and giving you one of those um, no, the wigs from like no, Britain and shit like no, that. No, no. And it'd be all my natural glory. And I was actually thinking about getting them to give you like one of those frilly collared shirts and shit. No, and like dude. a jacket. I need to be in, my, in some leather. Looking like in a leather? Yeah. Like a leather <laughs> this is going a totally different direction. Like, you need a hat and a vest oh, and some I like chaps. leather. I'm not going to lie. Leather's a fucking fire. I don't want chaps. <laughs> I was thinking, like, you want to be an assless chaps for your fucking funeral? I mean, we're already going to have you stuffed and have you posable. Is that chaps. what you want your mom going through? I want chaps on top of leather pants. <laughs> leather vest. Silk shirt. <laughs> Wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, custom yeah. made. <laughs> I'm a custom made corpse, bitch. Leather fucking fedora too, <laughs> bitch. I will bring it back. Leather fedora like slick from fucking wrestling in the eighties, dude. I I was thinking more like having you dress up like a like a, a composer from England in like the fifteen hundreds. No, no, no. With like I mean, the like white shaft. powdered I mean, wig, like white shaft, dude. 
I'm <laughs> thinking more black like, leather. I was thinking more like Mozart to make you like really like refined shit. Like I was gonna have like one arm out like you were no, singing, and then one arm to your chest shit. like this. No, wow, dude, that is very. I like very... the music, but I don't want the look. That's from the 1800s. Everybody was a fifteen hundreds. In the 1800s, we were just busy killing ourselves in the country. No, First dude. fifty years were fine, and then <laughs> the second we were like, "Fuck you guys." Beethoven was alive during the 1800s. No, he wasn't. That's a fallacy. That's what the deep state wants you to think about Beethoven. No. And I was, talk- I, was- <laughs> I was talking about Mozart anyway, asshole. They were alive in the same relative period. No. Beethoven was one generation after him. No. Yeah. No. It's all fake news. That's what they yeah, want you to they believe. They were both German. That's what they want you to believe. They were actually from Vermont. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you jackass. I'm not a jackass. I'm just saying, dude. Beethoven and fucking Mozart were from Vermont. Okay, one of them ran a pizza parlor. That's the real story that you guys don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, you can read Shane at Shane <laughs> at NTIO.com. Um, I think we should go back to the fact that I want you to be posable at your funeral. Because I'm thinking of having you, like, besides just... I the- want a spring-loaded right hand, though, so I can slap people after I'm dead. What? <laughs> if we're going to have you posable, why would you be... Like, I could have you... Don't tell people about the part. It needs to be a surprise. Imagine getting slapped by a dead person. (laughs) I'm pretty sure the first person is going to pass out. And whoever that (laughs) is, everybody else is going to be pretty fucking scared. We may have some people who need butt plugs. (laughs) At that point, you don't have them. I'm recording and playing. So when I slap him, I go, bitch. Oh, man. I don't. I, I think I'm rethinking this whole thing. I think I'm just going to put you in a fucking. I'm uh, not putting you in charge anymore. I'm finding somebody else to get my wishes done. I'm putting you in a brass jar on a fireplace mantle. Listeners, Twitter us up if you want to be my. Uh, <laughs> you want to be the conservator of Kenny's estate. Conservator of estate. Just be prepared for some pretty strict instructions. <laughs> Please hit us up on Facebook, on Twitter. Let us know if you want to be the conservator of Kenny's estate. What are some of the demands that are going to be in, um, well, the free mention spring loaded right hand <laughs> for bitch slapping. So we're back to posable. So yeah, you want to be staying. So you want to be varnished though. You don't want to be dyed like a, no, like a, varnished, a deep white. It's like it, varnished in epoxy. So it lasts forever. See for your funeral. If I was still in charge, my perfect vision of this funeral was something along the lake, having That's different, how I feel about you in charge. different acts and things like that. Like at one point you're going to be dressed as a geisha girl. And like you're yeah, you're be, totally fired as the conservator. <laughs> I mean, we were gonna have like people no, come out and no, do a fan negative. dance. Negative, you're fired. There was gonna be a fan fired. dance followed by like a deep eulogy by, from someone. I want a gunfight first of all, so everybody gets to watch a gunfight. Well, hold on, because the no, second your, act, your stuff's gay. We're not hold gonna on, the there. second act, you actually become a marionette. Where someone is above you working. Dude, he you. took it that much lamer. He went from geisha to marionette. This motherfucker. Well, you're going to be dressed as a, or you're going to be working as a marionette. And you're going to be fighting other people. You're going to be working as an usher. <laughs> in this scene, you were actually going to no, be. You have no creative control on this. You're fine. You were going to be the day man versus the night man. No, no, no. You're too late to save it with them now. No, <laughs> dude. I'm just telling you what was going to happen in yeah, my. Well, pro- the geisha part in. Oh, boy. Yeah. The third act, you actually win the Super Bowl. You go back and rewrite history where the Falcons lost to the Patriots. You're going to be playing quarterback. Oh, no. I can't do that. I don't believe in altering the top one. I'm assured that you do. I'm sure that if you had the ability to go back and nope. slap people. Nope. Like, if you could nope. slap Bo's mom, nope. you might. Time demons. Before he was born. Nope. Time demons. Time demons? I You're worried about time demons. Yes, those motherfuckers are scurry. So, I've already illustrated three acts 
for your funeral. I've got everything. They were all bad. Every one of them. Even where you rewrite the timeline. Yes. I told you. I don't believe in altering the timeline. Speed demons. Because of time demons. You said time. So they're speed time demons. Yeah, they're the same thing. I don't think they are. Speed and time are all relative. Okay. Anyway, my plan so far is is something elaborate, but your family is going to have to to pitch in a good uh, bit here. The family has got to be spectators only. You're not in charge anyway, so your ideas don't matter. I'm just saying to get the fan dancers for the Geisha Girl Also, act, I'm going to need a rocket pack. <laughs> I shudder to ask why you're going to need as, as a corpse at your wedding. For the aerial stunts. Or at your wedding, at your fucking funeral. Either way. Um, for aerial stunts. Uh, well, what about this? What about instead of a jet nope. pack? There's no there was a large. <laughs> there no. was a large trampoline. No. Where the audience was below you. No, because there's too much chance of the butt plug thing coming out. <laughs> I'm not having that put in twice. And then your uncle gets hit across the face with the butt plug, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> That's not my problem. <laughs> so, anyway, now you got to have a jetpack, which is way lamer than a fucking weird. trampoline. <laughs> it's not weird tonight. I think it's because I have a little bit of a stomach virus, and Shane's just weird. I'm not weird, dude. I'm just saying, if we were at the perfect funeral, you'd oh, be a geisha you're girl. You're pretty weird. You're talking about. You're talking about geisha girls. <laughs> well, we would already have your skin dyed white from the first act where you're like a, a British composer. You're just being ridiculous. <laughs> Fine. Ridiculous. Behold, I send you out as sheep amidst the wolves. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. So we're going to end this conversation right there. I don't know what you're talking about. Podcast. There's totally a podcast. You're on the podcast right now. Get out of my fucking chair! The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done.